Okay, today's daf is daf Ted Zayin. So let's begin from the Mishnah. Ve'izuhi chatzer she chayeva b'masrot. So we said that a chatzer one's one's courtyard is koveya, meaning if you bring food into that location, you can no longer eat from it as a snack if it's reached kamaralacha. Importantly, so what what type of chatzer are we talking about? So Rabbi Shmuel says it's got to be chatzer hatsurit shakel nishprim b'tocha. So that's to be what's called a chatzer mishdamerit. And a chatzir tzurit is one where they used to place a, um, like literally a guard at the front of it in the guard house. So therefore, everything inside is mishnamer. It has to be much like a house. As the Gemara will teach us that the, the din of a chatzir is learned from the din of a house. So just as one's contents in the house is mishnamer, so too requires it to be of a high level of shmirah. However, Rabbi Kiva says, Kol noel He says, if there are two people in this that, that share this chatzir, in other words, there are two houses open to the share courtyard, that's when it's ptura. Because if someone opens it, if someone can close it and someone else can come and open it, or vice versa, then we then, we, then it's no longer mishtamerit. It's no longer protected. However, if it's one person lives in it, then it's, it's only owned by one person, then we say that it is, even if there's no um, there's no shomer by the gate, it doesn't matter, it's considered chata mishtamerit if it's a single owner. It doesn't have to have a shomer there. So we've said this previously. And we saw Rabbi Nehemiah's opinion that if someone is not embarrassed to eat in there, so it's not fronting, say, a public street where people can look inside and see him eating there, then it would be chayevet. Okay. And Rabbi Yossi says, Kol nasla, anyone who, in any time, you can go, that someone walk into it, the ain omer lo what are you doing here? Then it would be ptura. So what we're going, we seem to be progressing more mekela, mekela, because there's the lot that if he would, if anyone would walk in and no one would say anything to them. Then it's not Mishnah Merit. And that's Afilu Adam Ein Bosh Luchal That's even if someone's not embarrassed to eat in that place. So, Rebbe, so in other words, Rabbi Yossi seems to be even, uh, even more make So the, the, in other words, even, even, if some, even, if, even if it's a place where someone's not embarrassed to eat in it, because they wouldn't, if someone walk in and no one tell them what's what, then they would still be considered Lo Mishnah Merit. Okay? So we've, got, we've progressively gone more, more, more and more make in the sense that um, if someone would simply walk in, um, then it already were considered a, like a, it's not Mishnah Merit. Okay, let's continue. If you've got two Chatzor, one that's behind another. So you have to go through the outer one to get to the inner one. We say, The Pnimit one is Mishnah Merit. And that's, uh, therefore, it is, food comes in there, it would be Kovea. However, the outer one is not. Because it's what's called Trisat Regal, it's considered a thoroughfare. Therefore, it's not considered Mishnah Merit, it wouldn't be. Um, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be considered a um a, a, a Okay. And we say that Rabbi Yehuda is going the shit out to his Rebbe, which is Rebbe Akiva. Okay, which is going to be important soon. Now Rebbe Akiva is of the opinion that if there are, as soon as there are two people that are sharing and it's not Mishtamer. Okay. Because if one one Okay. Let's look at the next Mishnah. So when it comes to roofs, Roofs themselves are not considered a chatzar. So therefore, it's not kovea, even though it happened to be in a chatzar, it is chayavet. So the question is, how do we get there? We'll discuss that in the Gemara. Beitshar v'achsadro marpeset. So Beitshar is a guardhouse. Achsadra is uh, like a porch. The marpeset. Now, marpeset here, we think of a marpeset like as a balcony. What it, well, it is kind of like a balcony, but what it means is it's almost like the balcony on which the houses in the Aliyah open onto. So it's like the upper chatzar. That's really what a marpeset is. And in other words, you go through the chatzar, you go up the stairs to the marpeset, 
And then you'll be able to go into the various houses. So all these locations, they are like a chatzer, meaning if it's a chatzer, is chayav, im chayavim, chayavim, im pturim, pturim. So we'll share whatever din the chatzer is. So it's almost like battle to it, if you want to call it that. Next part of the Mishnah. Hatsrifim v'harburginim v'ha'al katiot. So tsrifim are um, small like, um, like hats. Burganim, these are um, the sukkot of Shomri Kramim. They're like guard, little guard sukkot, if you want to call it that. The al katiot, so al katiot are like summer little huts. They are up to rim, not don't have a din of a house. Sukkot ganisar, so sukkot ganisar, Rukhaim says, is sukkah shosim beganot paradisim shal ganisar. Now ganisar produce beautiful fruits. Mitoch shaper mutokim, because that's beautiful. Osim sham sukkot, they used to make little huts there. Lechom mi paratea, so they could sit there and enjoy the fruits. So again, all these seem to be sort of transitory, non-fixed sort of like places. And therefore it says, Afal P, despite the fact you might have a meal there, Rechaim, Vatanoglim and chicken. So it might look like you're trying, you're living there in somewhat of a fixed manner. They're still considered a transitory hut, and this therefore it's not considered a house that would be Kovea. Next, Sukata Yotzrim, Hapinimit Khaeva So Sukata Yotzrim refers to a potter's house. So what they would do is they would help us have the back room where they produce the pot, pottery. That would be Mishdameret. And the outer room towards the street that where the, the, where the clients would come in and buy products. So therefore, the Pnimit, the inner one, that's Mishdameret. Therefore, it would be Kovea. But the outer one is not considered a place that's Mishdameret. It's not even considered a house. And therefore, it's considered Ptura. So Rabbi Yossi is going to be Cholek on the Tanakama here. Meaning, since this Sukkot, this, since this sukkat Yotrim is not something that's there the whole year round, even the inner room would not be koveya. Finally, sukkah tachag, bechag, what if we're talking about literally a sukkah, meaning a sukkah during the chag of sukkot. So Rabbi Yudah says, mechaya bechayim yuchachim pturim, potrim. And that relates to the machlok in the sukkah, where the definition of a sukkah, is it what's called dirat keva, one's fixed dwelling, or is it a dirat aray? And therefore, that would impact the law on whether if you bring food in there, whether it's koveya. If it's a dirat keva, then it's like a house. And house is Kovea. If it's a Diratarai, a temporary dwelling, much like the huts we've been discussing, then it would not be Kovea. Okay, that is the Mishnah. Let's continue. Um, so this is now, this is being taught in a brighter. So Rabbi Shmael, now Rabbi Shmael is the first teacher on the Mishnah that says anytime there's a, that, that what he called it a, um, it was a Sukkot Surit, Chatzar Surit, sorry. So what is a Chatzar Surit? Why I've explained it um, in the Mishnah is how it's fleshed out here now. Call Hashashashomer Yoshev al Pitcha umeshamer. Anytime there's a shomer staying there in the guardhouse and guarding it, that is a chata mishtamerat, and that is what is koveya. Rav Shmuel bar Nachman kulo lamdu. They're all learning the definition of a chatzer that is koveya. They're trying to see parallels with a house. Now, just as bait tovel devar Torah, just as a house is tovel midin Torah, because it says Amar biarti akodesh mina bait. Because we, this is the derivation, der, 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 um, this is how we derived it previously. That because this is, I took the Kodesh Minha Bait, we understand that the Bait is Kovea. This is part of Bibudia Master. So, therefore, they're trying to align and say, in what ways, what type of Chatzir is similar to a house? So, according to Rabbi Shmal, it's a Mishtamer. If it's going to Rabbi Shmal, it's Rabbi Kiv, it's got a single dwelling. It's, according to Rabbi Nehemia, it's someone who would be comfortable to eat in it. According to Rabbi Yossi, it's uh, someone that, like, it's a place where, if someone walked in there, you'd, you'd say, what are you doing in my house? So they're, they're all learning 
the, the laws, the definition of a chatzor, try and understand it from bite. However, it says as follows, Sham'un kamei Rabbi Yochanan. They heard before Rabbi Yochanan, Amarlon, they said, Halacha kedivrei kulhon lahachmir. The halacha is like kulhon, meaning like Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Akiva, lahachmir. Meaning, if it is a chatzor where there's only one dwell, like one balabait, that's one house in it, then it's kobeya, and if it is, there's no shomer. Okay, and if it's a dwelling that has two, if there's a shomer, it would be kovea. Okay, so in other words, we we'll take the mochamur that like shita rabbi shmuel. Okay, so we're taking the machmer places the shitas of both. So then, they, then Gemara asks, that's a funny way of presenting the shita rabbi yochanan. This, it, the way we presented it was we heard they said before rabbi yochanan that halachas kidivrei kulam lachmir. So the question is, lama lo amrin leimishmei? Why did they simply say the rabbi yochanan says halacha kulam lachmir? Why did you do in this funny roundabout manner? The reason is, that's in order to ensure that Rabbi Yochanan doesn't contradict himself. Because we have another maimer that seems to suggest that Rabbi Yochanan says it's like halacha is like one of the shittot. So if it said here that Rabbi Yochanan said halacha kulam lachmir, then it would be soter atatzmo. So what's that case? We've got to build to it. Let's have a look. Tani Rabbi Shimon ben Alaza or Memishum Rabbi Akiva. So again, Rabbi Akiva was of the shittah that says if there are two people dwelling in his chatzar, two balabatim, then it's not considered chatzar mishtamer, because one can poteach, one can noel. Okay? So he said, he says, kol echad shacha poteach v'ad noel. That would be p'tura. When does he say that? That's b'shtei shutafim, meaning two balabatim, but not shnei diurim. Shnei diurim means people that are renting within the chatzar. Okay? That's not their houses. So the Gemara understands. I don't understand. Man ben shutaf, man b'diur. Keshev shacha uh, I don't understand. What difference does it make if we're two balabatim or two people renting? Just as one doesn't have exclusive power and the other one can object to what he's doing, by balabatim, it's same, the same applies with two renters as well. In other words, one might lock the chata, the other one can happily open. So in other words, it really shouldn't make a difference. So I'm Rabbi Yonah. Rabbi Yonah says slightly differently. He says, actually, no, it's babalabai vidiuro. So we've got the balabait, and we've also got the person who's renting from him. Ah, there you've got a hierarchy. So that's what Rabbi Kiva is talking about. Balabait memache ali de diadior. If the diur, if the the renter wants to start locking up, the uh, balabait can uh, object. However, in diur memachel balabait, and since the balabait can exclusively lock things up and make sure, and the and the renter has cannot, uh, you know, object to what he's doing. Therefore, that would give it a definition of chazer mishdamerit. Okay, um, fine. Uh, let's continue. So Aleya was on that case. Shamin kamei Rabbi Yochan halacha k'Rabbi Shimon ben Alazar de Rabbi Akiva. So it's here that they heard saying before Rabbi Yochanan that halacha is like Rabbi Shimon. It's understanding of Rabbi Akiva that it was shtei shutafim v'lo shtei diurim. So um, which is so therefore that's why it's also having this language shamun kamei because here. But previously we heard, it sounded like Rabbi Yochanan was said before Rabbi Yochanan Halacha was like Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiva, Lahachmir. And here it sounds like it's, the Halacha is like Rabbi Akiva or Rabbi Shimon ben Alaza, as I understand Rabbi Akiva. So that's why I had to say Shamun, it was, it was said before him as opposed to Rabbi, um, Rabbi Yochanan saying it. Otherwise, it would be, be Mamasha Stira, but in the two sugis. Let's continue. Um, fine. Rabbi Yona says, Amar Zira, but Amar, Rabbi Yona said that the Zira and Rabbi Imi both said, Trehun had said the name Rabbi Yochanan, actually, before Shalach, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, sorry, Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, the Rabbi Kiva. It's like Rabbi Shimon Elazar is sending Rabbi Kiva, whereas, in other words, that Shnei Shutafim, 
would mean it's not a chatzah mishdamer, but shnei durim would. So I'm Rav Imi, Hore Rav Yochanan, Ke'ilin Debei Rav Imi, that Halach Rabbi Shimon ben Alazar, the Rabbi Akiva once again. Okay, so Halach would be like Rabbi Akiva, according, that's, that, that I understood Rabbi Yochanan's position. Let's continue. Rabbi Yudo Omer, now, Rabbun bar chia bai kamei Rabbi Zira, ma ba Rabbi Yehuda losif al di Rabbi Akiva Rabbo, so the question is, what is Rabbi Yehuda coming to Mosif? So if you look at the Mishnah, we saw Rabbi Kiva said that what? That it's, as soon as the Kolach Shachat Potech Noel, then it's not considered Chatzah Mishnah Meridin Sutura. We also said Rabbi Yehuda came along after and says, Shtei Chatzor, if you've got two Chatzor, Zul Lifni Mizu. What? Like an internal Chatzor and an Ada Chatzor. Since the Ada Chatzor is like a access to the inner one, the inner one is Mishnah Meridin, the outer one is not. So the question is, is is he adding anything different to Shida Rabbi Akiva? Is he cholek? And the answer is local or is not. Is it just another scenario that is based on exactly the same principle? Let's continue. Amar Ablazar, now, we've said that the gagot, the roofs of Turim, and even if the chatzar itself is a chatzar mishdamer. So he says, Amar Ablazar, legag mevutzar avir chatzar himanit. So the Gemara, what we're saying is, it doesn't have to be that this roof is on the edge of the property that you can access it for over the back fence. It could even be if this gag is, is centered in the middle of a chatzah. So the Gemara asks, I don't understand. But if you're going through the chatzah, the Mishtamer, doesn't it then koveya? So there are two ways to answer it. Now we saw this machloka before, between Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi. And Rabbi. It says, Ike Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda. You could say like Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda. Now, if you call Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda says, if your chatzar is not your final destination, it's not koveya. And since your destination is on the roof, it's not a problem. However, what about Rebbe? Rebbe says that even if it's not your final destination, if you're going through the chatzar, it would be koveya, if you recall. So how would you, how would you explain the Mishnah then according to Rebbe? So it says, That's if you, he had intention initially to go and drive him. And therefore, it hasn't reached Gemar Malacha. So even Rabbi Akiva would agree that the Chatzar is not Koveya for something that hasn't reached Gemar Malacha. However, then what happened? He took it to the roof. Once it got to the roof, and then he, then he took it onto the roof, and then he decided, actually, you know what? I don't want to leave them in drying. I'd like to eat them. And therefore, since when it went through the Chatzar, at that time, it hadn't reached Gemar Malacha. We don't say, it would be Koveya. Therefore, it's safely still on the roof, and you continue eating in a snack-like fashion, because that location, as the Mishnah said, is not Kovea. Okay. Amar Rabbi Avin. Rabbi Avin says as follows. Now, the gag itself has to be four by four. Okay? Now, because if not, if it's less than four by four, then it would, would be, it would be, um, it would be battle to the Chatzit. It has to be considered a Makom Chashu. That's important. So, just as a house, doesn't have the din of a bait until it's four by four. And that's uh, because it, it says, we see, we're going to see in a moment, many other lachas. But if a, ha- if a building is not four by four, it doesn't have the status of a bait. So, so and, and therefore that, that structure would be battle to the chatzar. So too, the, the, this uh, wouldn't be a safe space, if you like this gag, unless it was four by four. Detani, where do we learn that a makom chashuv is arba and is therefore considered a house? So we say is Arba So Arba If you a house that is isn't four by four, so when it's saying a house, probably like a shed, a small shed, it doesn't require mezuzah. Similarly, umina ma'ake also doesn't require a railing over the top of it, meaning ma'ake a railing to stop people from falling off the top. Now, why is that? The um, the uh, the Rashi really here says 
that by both these things, by mezuzah and bait, the word bait, sorry, mezuzah makeh, in the Pasuk refers to it, uh, uh, also, uh, it's referred to a bait, sorry. Since the term bait is used, it has to have a structure that's four by four, to be chayv mezuzah and also to have a makeh. Uh, let's continue. The umin ha'eruv. Now, what eruv are we talking about here? This is talking about eruv chatzerot. So, in an eruv chatzerot, every house within the shared chatzer has to contribute food in order to um, to allow people to carry in that shared chatzer. Similarly, if you've got one house and one small shed, it's not considered multiple batim that require eruv chatzerot. It's a chatzer of an individual house. So, what we're saying now is a, a, this. Um, Small structure, structure that's less than four by four. If someone happens to be living in it, he doesn't have to contribute to the eruv. And if he's the only other house, it wouldn't aser. It wouldn't aser the chatzer. Okay. Well, that's our case. Meaning, if someone brings some produce into the into that house, it wouldn't be considered a bait that makes it now you can you can no longer, you can no longer eat a snack. Also, sin oto. Rebbeim has here chibur, like we have printed in front of us. Chibur leir. Chibur leir means. Is that one's not allowed for, for a tchum. One's not allowed to walk outside the tchum, uh, the tchum of the city, which is 2,000 amot beyond the edge of the city. The question, how do you measure the edge of the city? Not all cities are structured beautifully with straight lines at the end. You can have houses going in and out. So the idea is, if you have a small bait that's within 70-something, 70, 70 and a bit um, amot of the city, and that bait is four by four, that will extend the limit of that city from which you start measuring 2,000 amot out further in that direction. The point is, if you have this small little hut or this, this structure that's less than four by four, it would not extend the city. What's interesting, we say, we have the Lashon Chibur, and that's the way um, the Tosfot explained it according to the Rabbi Mafuldo sites. However, what's interesting here, the um, Rosh Cirilio, he actually says that um, the Lashon is Ibur Le'ir. Now, that relates to another Masech in Ruben and Mitzvah we'll see, that what happens is, what if you've got two cities? When, do we, when can we say they're considered one city? So this is a, this is a mission in Ruben. It says, not ten karpaf What you do is you give a karpaf to both cities, so you give a seven-year bit each, and if they end up touching or overlapping, then you can combine the two cities. However, if it's not, meaning it gets to, like, uh, whatever, 140 in a bit, then they're two separate cities. However, there's a bait, mamash in between, that can join the two cities together. Okay, so it's a bit like the din anyway that we were saying the Reb Chaim was saying by measuring the tchum, but the idea is if they've just got this small little shed in between, then it wouldn't combine the two cities. Okay, okay. But innocent chibur la'ir, but no dermin abayit. If someone makes a netter not to enter a house, it wouldn't include uh, like houses. If you like, it wouldn't include that mutar le'shev boy. You can go into it. Now this is referring to when someone's if we've got a shed chatzah, they want to. Uh, Divide the chatzer. For example, Yerusha, a situation like that. And the, what, what happens is you've got to give dalar amor across the length of the petach for each petach of the batim within the chatzer. I think that's prior to, I think, the, uh, the chalukah. So what we're trying to say here, if you've got this little small shed that has this little small doorway, we don't, uh, we don't include that as uh, taking some of the space in the chatzer in front of the petach. And that is because you need space in front of each house to unload the loads, etc., um, again, Mr. Shem will see that later on. The Enot Samit Bayovel. Now, this is referring to a Bait Ba'arei Choma. Now, as we know, when laws of Yovel and like, if land usually goes back to the original owners, come Yovel even if it's sold. However, a house within a walled city, if it's not bought back or redeemed within a year, 
Then Kamyovel or whatever, it's Nitzmat. It goes back, it goes to, it belongs, it doesn't go back to the original owners, it stays. So the question is, what about a small shed like this? And the answer is, it's not considered a house. So it wouldn't, it would go back to the original owners. It has more like the status of a field. Okay. The uh, Ein and Nagaim, also similarly, we know Nagaim, Tzara can affect not only the body, clothes can also affect houses. This is not considered a house. When they used to go, when they went out to war, they'd say, I built a new house, inaugurated, he can go back home. So if you build this small little shed and hadn't inaugurated, well, that's not, that doesn't let him go back from the uh, war. Okay, what was the point? The point of teaching us this is just as a bait we saw here, Enotovella Maestro, unless it's Dalla by Dalla, so too a, a, um, the roof above it has to be Dalla Dalla to be considered its own space, to be considered um, not like the huts there, and therefore if someone had food up there, it wouldn't be Kovea. Now, it got there in a way that it wasn't Kovea en route. Let's continue. Hatsrifim de Aburgen, this is the next case. Maushi Bola Bala this is a good question. So we say that Hatsrifim de Aburgen, these are these sort of makeshift huts, these guard huts and things like that. We said on the Mishnah that they're Turin, meaning some, some food went inside, it wouldn't be Kovea. However, what's, so the question is, what about the Burgenim themselves? So is a Kovea that for them? Now, it's important here to read Reb Chaim. He says, The question is, Maybe the Tur is only for anybody, somebody else. So then you might say, Pirush uh, Some coming to happen to they go on a little uh, teal and they sleep in this hut. That would be patum. but the person, the, the watchman himself, Hashomer that is living there. Shema tovel. Maybe for him it's tovel. So then we said. Now this is an important question that Kasher of oh, there's a potential Kasher that the Reb Chaim is addressing. tikshi. Don't say that would be unnecessary to teach us that. I mean, we learned already learned. Previously in the second parak, Beito Sheladam Tovel Lo Avalo Achrim. We already know someone's house is only Tovel for him and not anybody else. So why are the Mishnah to teach us that it's Potter for somebody else and not Borgim? So it must be talking about Borgim. He says, no, no, no. Um, that's Demakom Lina Tovel because if you're going to be sleeping in a place and it's defined as a house, then even if it's not your house, it would be Kovel. Okay, so that's what the Gemara is addressing. In other words, the having of the Gemara is now, one, one second, maybe when the Mishnah says it's Pator, it's referring to somebody else, not the Bala Burgen, who's sleeping there. Maybe it's not defined as a bait enough to, for somebody else, but maybe for the Shomer, it would be. That's a question. So the Gemara now says, well, mina mi'amada tani Beit Sefer or Beit Talmud. A Beit Sefer and Beit Talmud. Beit Sefer is where they, uh, they're teaching the Mikra, and Beit Talmud is where they're teaching Mishnayas. Tovlim the Safar, the Sofer, that would be, or the Mishnah. So the, the person who's teaching, he would be, um, it would pull over him. Ah, so you see from here, so you see that sometimes these makeshift places, even though that wouldn't impact other people, the person who is the person who's there, like the Shomer, it would impact it for him. Uh, which is interesting, by the way, because uh, for your own benefit, the Gra actually explains it slightly differently. Uh, I do know what I was I don't want to complicate it. He has a different curiosity here, but uh, you can leave it for the, another time. Let's continue. Now, again, so what is this? Um, what's a different definition of a bite? So Rebbe, Rebbe says, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Rebbe says, as long as it's four by four, even if there is no, no, you don't have four walls, it's considered a bite. 
Rabbi Shimon Omer, Arbet Fanot for walls, Afal P, what? Afal P, Sheen Sham Arba Amot. As long as it's got four walls, it's hidden up as a house, it's an enclosed area, it doesn't need the Dalad Amot. However, Rabbi Yudah says, Arba Amot, the Arbet Fanot. Needs both. Okay? Four walls, four Amot. And then it adds as follows. Now, what's this chen mezuzah? This is referring to basically going on our Mishnah. Let me just find in Reb Chaim. He says, A sukkat b'chag requires a mezuzah. Okay? Because he says, it's what it's dirat keva. Okay, that's what he's referring to. So in other words, that's Rabiuda, that is referring to the case, if you like the Mishnah, that it says Sukat Chag Bechag is a Dirat Keva, it's Kovea, and therefore you'd also need a Mezuzah. Now the Gemara says the following case. It says, that it makes a sense that Rabiuda would agree with those Chachamim regarding the debates in terms of what defines a house. If, it's, if it has only if it has four walls, or even if it doesn't have four walls, it's Dalad Amot, meaning if a Sukkah that's only around for a certain amount of days, is considered enough of a house to mechayev and mezuzah and mechayev and trumasamasra. So therefore, we then he would agree with these other softer definitions of a house, right? Structures that are always there but might not have four walls, or are always there have four walls but not have. However, but it doesn't go the other way around. Meaning, yodin the rebu. So so rebu yodin yodin in the rabbanah in the rabbanah lo di rebu. So afal pish yesh sham arba amod varabat fanotu patur min mezuzah. Um, however, those Rabbanan, meaning the Rabbanan that gave all these dimensions of houses, even if it's like, if, as long as it's got Dalar Amor, as long as it's got four walls, they wouldn't agree with the Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to Sukkah. Why? Because even if it's got four walls, and even if it's got Dalar Amor, it would, the Sukkah during Sukkot would be Patumina Mezuzah, and it wouldn't Tovel Lamasra, it wouldn't Mechaib Mazot. Why? Because they hold the Sukkah during Sukkot is what? Adirat Arai. It's a temporary dwelling. It's only review. Yuda says that it's actually a Adirat Keva. So they can they can have more flexible definitions of what a bait is, provided that it's a Dirat Keva. But during Sukkot, even if it's got all the perfect dimensions of the perfect house, Dalad Abadalad, doesn't make a difference. It's Dirat Arai, so it wouldn't be Kovela Master. All right, let's just begin the next mission. It says, We've got a fig tree drawing in the chatzar. We're going to address all these things, I think, in the Gemara anyway. But let's just start the Mishnah. Um, we'll just do a, f- a couple. It says, You can eat Again, you're allowed to eat one at a time. The chatzar is not kovea. For some, he hasn't reached Gemara Malachas. So you can eat snack one at a time. This is not chatzar we've seen before. However, If, however, you take a few at a time, then that turns it into the Gora, and that's it considers a breach of Kamar Malacha, as we explained previously, and then you'd be chayv to do Hafrasha, because the Chatzar is Kovev, something that's reached Kamar Malacha. Okay. Rabbi Shimon Omar, Echad Bimino, Vachad Bismino, one in each hand, Vachad Bafiv, that would be enough of a Tziruf. That's what required to be a Tziruf. However, Allah Larasha, if you're going to sit inside, you climb up the tree and sit in the tree and start eating, you can, you can, you can fill your lap with as much as you like. Because it's the ground of the chatzar that's koveya, not the avira chatzar. So simply being in the tree in the chatzar, you can eat as much as you like. You can metzaref, you can eat, and you'll be fine. Okay? It's a bit like, it's a bit like if you like being on, on top of the Rosh Hagag. Let's continue. Gefen shin tua b'chatzar notel et kolesh kol v'chen rimon v'chen avatiach tiver evitarfa. So when, if there's a vine growing in the chatzar, according to 
Rebbe Tarfon. We've seen this debate previously, and the Gemara is going to discuss it. So I'm not, I'm not going into too much detail, but he understands a whole bunch of grapes is like taking one. It's not covet. Sounds like chenberi mon a whole uh, pomegranate or in a manavatiach or watermelon because even despite it being large, that's not kovei. That's a very tough one. Rabbi Kiva, like we've seen previously, this is megargel be'eshkol poret. You can only take one grape off the bunch at a time, or poret or poret berimon. Sorry, or you crack open this rimon while it's still attached and take one seed at a time. Vesofet bavatiach, and simply you can um, similarly you take slice of a, the melon at a time. Otherwise, if you take a full bunch of grapes, it's like taking multiple figs at a time, and it'll be kovea, and you won't be able to eat it without doing afrosha. Okay, kusparshi. I'll just finish this mishnah. It's like the, as as and we have it in mishnah, not all the way to the gemara, but I'll just finish this one. Kusparshi is raw by chater. We've got karyan growing the chater. Merkatem ale ale beochel. Bimtzeref chayiv. Similarly, same type of idea that you can uh, you can take one leaf at a time, but if you take if you take multiple, it's like taking multiple figs at a time, and therefore be kovea, and you be chayev. And finally, so these are all different types of hyssop, sort of tree bush type of things. And we say that generally the hefker, but if the chatzer and the balabite is makbed on them, then they'd be chayev in hafrasha. Okay, then it's not considered hefker, and we would have to use hafrasha trim as a master. Okay, we'll uh, sort of pick it up from this uh, next uh, like Mishnah, in the middle of this halacha, um, next time it's a show. Why is the why is the gag not koveya? Because it's not it's not uh, considered a house, right? It's not considered makom mishdamer. Because the Torah says, like um, I think I think the idea is because the Torah says what the pasuk we learned before is biyata kodesh min within a house, okay. and was different. And all these attributes of a house that would apply to a chatzar, it's mishdamer, it's eno bosh. But um, that that extended to a chatzar, but it doesn't actually. Well, the question is that deravanda right? We saw that debate previously. But a gag is not not a bait, so they didn't extend it to the um, the gag itself. Open exposed space, okay. I assume. Very good. Okay, thank okay. you. Cool. Yeah. So,